Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Just when I thought we were done with King Jehoshaphat, I found another story about him. It's one that I don't even remember reading before, though I know I have. It's just not one that they usually include in children's Bible stories, but it's definitely powerful. And it's that proves Ephesians 3.20 that says God can do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think, mostly because we couldn't possibly imagine what he did. Jehoshaphat wasn't too discerning when it came to who he allied with. We shook our heads in disgust when he chose Ahab's daughter to be a wife for his son, and we frowned disapprovingly at him when he enthusiastically agreed to go to war with Ahab, saying, I am as you are, my people are as your people, my horses as your horses. Though the Lord delivered Jehoshaphat that time, the Lord rebuked him, and you would have thought he would have learned his lesson, but no. When Ahab's son Jehoram asked Jehoshaphat to join him in battle of the Moabites, the same thing comes out of his mouth. I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. We sigh and say, really, Jehoshaphat, again? Knowing that this is not a wise decision. Jehoshaphat didn't even ask the Lord what he wanted. He just jumped into the mess. Perhaps that was because he knew God would not approve. The last time, Jehu, a prophet, had given Jehoshaphat God's rebuke. He said, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Therefore, the wrath of the Lord is upon you. So why would he risk the wrath of God and ally himself with Ahab's son? Well, for the same reason that we get involved in messes that we're not supposed to be in. This time, not only did Jehoshaphat not ask God before making the decision to join the battle, but he didn't insist on seeking the Lord's advice as to the success of the mission. He just followed along with Jehoram's plan to take their armies through the wilderness of Edom, which is how they got stuck in a deserted place with no water. They went from confidently charging into battle to fighting to survive. That's when Jehoshaphat remembered to seek the Lord. Do you ever find yourself going to God after everything's already a mess and saying, Lord, I know this is my fault, but only you can get me out of this. God had a prophet nearby, Elisha. When they consulted him, Elisha said he wouldn't have anything to do with unrighteous Jehoram, but he would go to the Lord for Jehoshaphat's sake. God instructed them to do something that sounded pretty foolish, dig ditches. How could ditches dug in the wilderness help tired, thirsty soldiers? Couldn't God just send rain? Wouldn't that solve the problem? Or command water to flow from a rock? That's what he had done for the Israelites on their way to the promised land. But no, rain, too easy, too predictable. Water from a rock, been there, done that. Not creative enough for God. They'd gone to Elisha to find out how to survive, but the Lord had even greater things in mind. He said, You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet the valley will be filled with water, so that you and your cattle shall drink. And oh, by the way, 
he will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. I imagine the kings just looked at Elisha and blinked. So that's God's battle strategy? Dig ditches? Okay. But they must have obeyed, because suddenly, the next morning, water came to the wilderness. Perhaps God diverted a river somewhere, we don't know. But the armies suddenly had plenty to drink. And look at what God did with it. Talk about creative. The Moabites got wind of their adversaries coming to attack, but when they gathered to fight, they saw the sun shining on the water in such a way that it looked red, like blood. They immediately assumed their adversaries had ended up fighting each other, and all they had to do was collect the spoil. But then the kings attacked Moab and almost completely destroyed them. Even when Jehoram and Jehoshaphat didn't deserve a miracle, they got one over and above what they could ask or imagine. Our God is so creative, and he's in charge of every detail. Why wouldn't we want to consult him first, before any decision, and obey any command, even the ones we don't understand? We never know what he's going to do on our behalf. You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.